Tamsin must actually be able to do that in real life because oh, otherwise definitely. this production company is coming to like a sound studio post production and being like, all right, guys. <laughs> Here's what's happening. It's got to be your party trick. We we need you guys to simulate farting. Hark the Herald Angels <laughs> sing. Overdub it with what she's doing here. For sure, that did Craigslist not Craigslist needed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Rom Com Rewind podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You made it here. You found us. You love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide: does it still hold up? Today we have Chalet Girl. Chalet Girl. You said that like a song. Chalet Girl. <laughs> if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, throw us a follow, subscribe. Also, um, if you leave a review, more people can find us. We also just love to know what you think about the pod. So please leave reviews. And if you ever, ever hear anything on the pod that you're like, I want to talk more about that, or I disagree with blank. If you message us on Instagram, Sarah will respond to 100% of our messages at Romcom Rewind. We also have TikTok. There's an email, romcomrewind at gmail.com. We have a message from Lisa. Um, and Lisa's been chatting with us for a while, but her most recent message. Fun fact, I can't seem to watch or rewatch a movie without thinking, I wonder what Sarah and Devin would think. Or that song sounds familiar. <laughs> I'm sure it's been in other movies. Sarah would know in a quick fact. <laughs> Which I'm um, totally we're we're living in Lisa's head rent free during I romantic comedies. Love it. I think it's great. It's great. Yeah, she said uh, I just rewatched uh, while you were sleeping. That's been on our list for a bit. Actually, it has been on our list, and actually, there's uh, quite a few people lately who have uh, um, suggested that. I want to say it's been on Amazon Prime recently. It's Sandra Bullock, uh, Bill Pullman. Uh, it's not really a Christmas movie, she said, but it does start uh, at Christmas. She's also been requesting Chalet Girl for quite a while. This yes. is a request from Lisa and a, and a few other of the uh, RCR fam. So let's dive in. Chalet Girl is a 2011 romantic comedy directed by Phil Trail. Uh, we watched this on Netflix. It's the story of Kim Matthews, played by Felicity Jones. She's a former uh, skateboard prodigy who, after her mother's untimely death, ends up working at a burger joint to help her dad pay the bills. When a new job offer rolls around for her to manage a chalet in Austria for an extremely wealthy family. The family is uh, Richard, uh, the father of the family. That's played by Bill Nye. There's Caroline, the mother of the family, Brooke Shields. Kim runs into their son, John Ed Westwick, and as well uh, his significant other, is played by Sophia Bush. Sparks inevitably fly between Kim and Johnny. Also, Kim ends up confronting her fears from her mother's crash, not with a skateboard, but with a snowboard this time. That's kind of your lead-in for Chalet Girl. What are your thoughts? Dear Dad, I've made it to the Alps in one piece. Life as a chalet girl has its ups and downs. A chalet girl, we can't ski. That's classic. Still, it beats life back in England. This is a special two for one on onion rings. Please don't push. Okay, so I loved this movie. Really? I did. I really liked it. It was such a fun watch. I um, like. I was excited to keep watching it. And I think the cast was star-studded. It was really, really... Like, they brought out the... Um, what's the word? Tell us the word. I they don't know. They brought out the what? The red carpet? The, the big red guns? The red carpet, the big guns. Sure. You know, all of those things. All of the analogies. I mean... The, the cast was really great. Um, <laughs> they had some pro athletes in there, which like I'll talk more about, but you could tell that they were definitely pro athletes and not actors. Yes. Um, it's the equivalent of having musicians in your film where you're yes. like, I don't know if Usher can actually act that well, guys. And then <laughs> well, you see he this. Can, he can act better than pro athletes. So. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the hierarchy. There's real yeah. actors. Then, like, half a step down is musicians, because, like, LL Cool J's been fine. Totally. Ice-T does TV mm -hmm. shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, like, they can do it, but then there's athletes, and you're like, e I don't know if you can do it. Yeah, I mean, stick to your sport, right? Yeah. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was an athlete, <laughs> but he was, like, a wrestler. It's yeah. different. Well, you know, he, he dabbled in a few other things, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was super fun. I really liked I really liked this watch, so thank you, Lisa, for recommending it. 
So I like I'm going to agree and disagree. I didn't have uh like when I saw, it was really the movie poster for me. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what? The movie poster, yeah, I was like, "Oh." Okay. So I hmm. I nothing this of go? this film, I'll be honest, and I looked at the poster and I thought, "Okay, it's and now watching it, it's not a Hallmark, it's not a Lifetime, it's no. not a Pop-Tart rom-com, but it's also not not that if that makes okay. sense, it's kind of in this strange middle area because you're right. There are some big actors in this and honestly, some solid performances mm-hmm. at the same time. It didn't still all feel put together for me. And yeah, the movie poster, I'm like, is this like a Hannah Montana? Th- it feels oh like a nineties Disney movie. Just, just the poster. Alone. I don't know. You know what? The poster. Yes, I will agree. It kind of feels like, you know what? Maybe Lizzie McGuire movie type thing. Yes. Um, 100%. however, it is not that. It is not that. But it's not not that. But you know what? Like Lisa described it originally, it's a little British movie. It's not, It's it doesn't have a massive budget. It's not, you know, being trying to be something that it's not. It's similar to like, you know, a Love Wedding repeat movie. It's not going to hit massive. Yeah, okay, you know, it's okay. not going to be a big box office winner, but it's going to be there. I will say Felicity Jones is so endearing. Yes, she's she's fantastic. One thing that annoys me general. off the top, and we're going to talk about it, how like she was clocked as being like, oh, this unattractive, like what you're going to run the chalet. I think she's she's beautiful. Yeah, she's so yeah. sweet. And in regards to the acting, like, I don't think this film would be as good without her. And it's just weird that it's like they also have like Ed Westwick, Bill Nye. Brooke friggin' Shields, Sophia Bush. Yeah. Like, this is a strong cast of a movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, is that Brooke Shields? Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of odd. Yeah. Anyway, let's dive in. Okay. So like you mentioned, she's a pro skateboarder or a, a skateboarder prodigy who quits when she lost her mother in a car accident that she was in with her. Um, so she's working at a fast food place, but she needs more money because her and her dad, you know, they owe some money and her dad doesn't have a job right now. So she gets a number from one of her friends to work at a, a posh, and this is how they a posh place serving the rich. And so uh, at first, basically, the the uh, place is like, you know what? You're not what we're looking for. You don't fit in. I'm Henrietta. Isabella. Patronella. Kim. Then they're desperate. So they give her a call and they say, we have this chalet job. You you do serve a rich family. Um, you stay there for four months and it's in Austria. Would you like to go? You clean, you cook, you, you know, you make sure that they have no no wants. You you cater to them. And she originally says, no, like I'm not doing that for, you know, somebody, blah, blah, blah. It's not who I am. Then she needs the money and she's she, like, okay, she fine. realizes like, okay, maybe this will be a good opportunity, whatever. So she does take it. And you do notice, though, before she leaves, she is truly the caregiver. Like, the father is fully functional, but he just, I I think maybe since, you know, her mother passed away, he's kind of been, you know, down in the dumps. Um, Is that the right word? Down in the dumps? Sure. Yeah. It's a word. It's a word. I mean, like, he's just not really, like, um, His wife died in a car crash. He's a little, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have a job. He's, she's really the person who's running the household. Yeah. He could barely even, at one point she comments, like, how are you doing, dad? And he's like, oh, I'm doing fine. And she's like, really? Like, our bill said 10 baked bean cans. (laughs) Is that all you're eating? Like, he's, Yeah. Not great at caring for himself. Right. I think that's a good, yeah, that's much better than down the Poor guy's down in the dumps. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it just came off a little. I, know, I, did, I didn't mean for well, it to come it. off that way. Like, I just meant that she's really the one who's doing everything. Yes. And he's the father figure. I think that's kind of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so she's going to be working under this beautiful, blonde, tall woman, Georgie, that's around her age as well. And she tells Kim that, um, you know, they come a few times a year, this family, but otherwise you get to do whatever you want. Um, It's the best job in the Alps. So many girls were begging for this job, but the agency said, like, we can only take somebody who we've seen and you're it. So stay as the back of the house. You're the office. And and she's also just like. She clearly has some friends on the mountain. She loves to ski. Kim shows up and she's like, oh my God, you don't even... You don't even belong here. You you, you don't apres ski. You don't do any of it. Like very 
She's a bitch. She, I hated Georgie for the first. Oh, I was going to say for the whole movie because like she actually becomes like she they become be- friends. Just randomly overnight, I feel like it's like a flip uh, is switched. A switch is flipped, and they are friends. But yeah, for a while, she is just not nice. I don't like her. <laughs> wow, you're like very adamant about that. So the family arrives via, uh, of course, private jet, and uh, they take them. Uh, Georgie and Kim take them to their ski chalet which is literally on the ski hill. They have dinner that night. They do some interesting thing with like a burnt cork and neck farting. That was weird. Yeah, I didn't really get the game. They sing like the Herald, uh, Hark Hark the Herald 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 Angels Angels Sing. sing, And like she uses her hand and cups it on her neck and like, farts like it's very strange and she can actually fart the notes of the yeah which it, like is that a talent that tamsin i mean i feel the actress has that i don't know but i feel like that's like someone somebody says like what's your party trick like to whip that out i mean i don't know here's okay <laughs> i'm playing it out in my mind tamsin must actually be able to do that in real life because oh, otherwise definitely. this production company is coming to like a sound studio post-production and being like all right guys <laughs> here's what's happening it's gotta be your party trick we we need you guys to simulate farting hark the herald angels sing overdub it with what she's doing here for sure that did craigslist needed <laughs> <laughs> neck farting <laughs> hark exactly. the herald angels sing somebody please, on facebook marketplace is looking for somebody who can. please fly to austria <laughs> yeah exactly sound exactly. studio waiting <laughs> so i don't know if it's a fact but for sure tamson egerton can actually do that yeah i mean and and not only that do they they um the, the neck farting but they add also in beatboxing underneath yes, that that's right that's right um i i think they like to have fun in a very weird, posh, weird way. I'm going to say weird twice because it's just... You know, this film did do a great job in that, like... So they they roll in on this private jet. Georgie and Kim are there to receive them. And Kim does ask, like, D- D- what do I say to them? Georgie's <laughs> like, you don't speak to them. And also curtsy. <laughs> and they show up, and she curtsies, and all of them are like, that's weird. <laughs> like, it's Bill Nye. He's so, like, he's easily a disarming character. Yes. He's a disarming actor just in general. I love him. He is. He is lovely. But I think they are trying to pull it down to, like, these people are rich and they're fantastical, but mostly they just shoot the shit and have a couple human. bottles of wine. Yeah. Yes. I will say, though, that um, Johnny's mother, Caroline Brookshields, is a little bit of a B oh. in this movie. Um, and also. Johnny's uh, girlfriend Chloe, who's played by um, Sophia Bush, she also is a little bit um, posh standards, I would say. Yes, I would agree. Okay, so the next morning, uh, Kim tries to wake Georgie because they have to make they have to be up and have breakfast served by eight a.m. for the family. And of course, Georgie had gone out the night before, and or no, sorry, n- too much neck farting, um, and <laughs> she doesn't wake up. So Kim takes it upon herself to make breakfast, and she uses the caviar in the fridge, and it ends up being three hundred dollar omelets for every single one of them of course she doesn't know because she doesn't know how much caviar she knows it's expensive but doesn't understand like how much it's worth i wouldn't know well and she's still trying to place these people like oh they're super rich i think she was just like made a normal omelet and was right. like I'll they're rich cav- though they must need a <laughs> caviar on the omelet <laughs> yeah, you know? that's, that's like- a good point yeah <laughs> yeah so um that day well you know they're doing their thing she does try out snowboarding and she meets a guy who helps her learn and, and this is mickey and becomes he becomes her friend and basically teaches her how to snowboard and he kind of says oh my god you have a natural talent for this so she runs into um a professional snowboarder tara and she is actually a real professional snowboarder like real in, life in real professional life, snowboarder life, and also yes. in this film in, she's a professional snowboarder. yeah so it's kind of like a cameo i guess you'd, yeah, you'd say 100%. um and so she says, oh, go down to the rental. You're using like a youth board or something, You a beginner board. You need a better board because you're a better snowboarder than that. So she goes down, gets a free board, gets all decked out and like uh, more than likely, like I would assume the jacket's like Burton or something, um, big snowboard company. And um, so it comes to her a lot easier, the snowboarding now, because she has a better board and she's better equipped. That night, though, at back at the chalet, she needs to get dressed up because she's going to an event with the family. And at the party, she pops a bottle of champagne. Oh, I guess it's actually at the chalet. And she pops a bottle of champagne in her face. I like. I feel like she definitely would have lost a tooth over that. Do you think? I've oh. never had that occur. I mean, I popped a bottle of champagne into a ceiling, and that wasn't good. It made quite a dent. 
At a former workplace, we used to do that on purpose, but... uh, She's a a bleeding nose? No, no, no. I was going to say, it looked like it hit her more than nose. I feel like her nose would have been broken from that. Really? I feel like it. I don't know. What are the statistics on getting hit in the face with a bottle of champagne? You keep going and I'll find out. So she runs outside uh, with a... No, her nose bleeding and Johnny comes out and basically gives her, you know, and uh, chats with her and makes, tries to make her feel better. Um, because she was just laughed out of the room by Johnny's mom and, um, and his girlfriend. The answer. Can't wait. Champagne bottles can, uh, contain pressure as high as 90 pounds per square inch, which means. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what that means. <laughs> that you can launch a champagne cork at 50 miles per hour as it leaves the bottle. Oh, for sure. You'd for break your sure nose. For sure that could break a nose. 100%. Yeah. I mean, good for her that it didn't, right? Like, I don't know. Oh, wow. They say that it can permanently damage vision, too, if it hits you in the eye. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lead to a variety. Okay, so so this article I'm reading mostly looks at. I guess it's most common that somebody gets hit in the eye. Oh, retinal detachment. Oh, ocular bleeding. Oh, okay, stop reading. Dislocation of the lens, Sarah. Oh no, that's. I don't awful. know what that means. I never want to open a champagne bottle again. Damage to the eyes, but we'll just don't fucking put your well, face I, right I, in front I of I it. I now know how to open them without popping them. Okay, so. <laughs> moving on moving on <laughs> it's kim's birthday and georgie convinces her to go out to the bar even though she's trying to save money and is trying to send it back to her dad for the bills but she goes and she has so much fun um that they end in they end up inviting the whole bar basically back to the chalet and they're having a skinny dip hot tub when the whole family shows up yeah at this point they assume the family was going to be gone for a couple days right well for i think for three weeks or something um and so this trip though it's only um chloe johnny and i believe nigel's back too so like johnny and all of them show up and i guess there was a little bit of damage to the property he ends up tasking kim and georgie to okay like listen i'm not gonna tell our Mm. parents on you Mm -hmm. But, like, you got to pay for, like, the, I think there was a speaker that was broken or something. Yes, damaged. There's, yes. There's also a famous painting that they were really afraid that got damaged. That did not. Yeah. Thank God. But now this kind of leads into, at this resort, there is this uh, freestyle snowboard competition happening that Kim's been working towards. And now she's looking at that purse of money being like, I kind of need to win it. Just to pay back for this speaker that I busted. Yeah, the speaker and then to to make sure that, you know, she's able to send money. It's $25,000. So bad. that is fantastic. So they all go skiing. And um, Georgie, since she's slept with the entire uh, resort staff, her and Kim get to go up to the front of the line. And they end up on a gondola with um, Johnny, Chloe, and Nigel. And they talk about gondola sex. Sex on a gondola <laughs> this is the topic of conversation. Georgie implies that she has achieved this yes, uh, yes. task, which I, it would be both hilarious and horrible in terms of sex location because like there are a lot of windows on a gondola. Oh yeah. And based on the camera framing, it looks like all like, oh cute, whatever. Like, if you've been on a gondola, you know what follows the gondola. Another gondola, guys. <laughs> There's one in front of you and behind you. Everybody can see yeah. if you're having sex on a gondola. I mean, they make a good point. It would probably steam up quite quickly. Yeah. The, the rocking of the gondola I worry oh, about yeah, as no, well. I, uh, the rocking would, would yeah do me in. Mm-mm. Okay. So we have on the pod talked about most awkward sex locations for the two of us. Yes. We have never, however, done the ultimate stories off of Reddit <laughs> for worst <laughs> sex locations. All right. This person says... On a boat All right. that belonged to neither of us. Oh, okay. That's fun. Here we go. So they said at 2 a.m. after jumping the fence of the marina and checking the boats to find an unlocked one, we weren't finding anything unlocked. Then on a whim, we tried the biggest boat in the marina. Of course, the people with the biggest boat aren't going <laughs> to lock it. There were sliding glass doors that opened. They had sex in the captain's quarters. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I feel like if you have a, a ship that big, though, there's cameras. There's cameras. You're probably also assuming like nobody would be idiotic enough to. But I guess there's lots of openings, right? Like in a normal boat, there's probably like what? One door into like the. Yeah. I don't know enough about boats, actually. I'm talking and I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Boats. But I mean, like, I feel like in the captain's quarters, there might be a camera. That's what yeah, I'm maybe, saying. Maybe. Maybe. This next person said um, <laughs> at a skate park once. 
my girlfriend had the urge. So the urge, the urge, Sarah, uh, she decided to take me into the woods and she laid down and tells me to get to work bleeping her. This is a very crass way that this person has described the story, by the way. Um, He says, so I do, of course. Uh, We parked and walked maybe 50 feet into the woods, and we were not on a path, so I figured we wouldn't really run into somebody. While we were bleeping, we heard far off the sound of what we thought was a chainsaw. Wow. What do you think it is, Sarah? The chainsaw sound started getting closer and closer. It's at a skate park. I'm like trying to figure it out what it would be, and I don't know. About 20 uh, <laughs> riders on dirt bikes. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess they were close to like a, a loose dirt bike trail. Oh, no. That's awful. <laughs> imagine. Okay, I want to. I want to imagine both sides because, like, one, like you're having sex, and all of a sudden, dudes start ripping by in dirt bikes, and also, like, you're <laughs> ripping by on a dirt bike, and you're like, "Holy fuck! There are naked people in the woods right now! <laughs> like, what is happening?" Yeah, that's, um, I don't know how I would feel. I feel like I would, <laughs> is it too late? Like, would you grab a fern? I don't know. A fern? <laughs> like, like, what do you do? You're only thinking about your own decency. Yeah, it's 100%. At, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, tender bikers. This person said, I used to work at uh, this older amusement park slash water park when I was 16 years old as a ride operator. Any, okay, any stories written from the point of view of a male Always crass. He says, uh, I was a horny little bastard. Wow. And would always hit on girls that were my age while I was working. Well, this one girl would always come to the park and we would flirt back and forth one day when I was working. The merry-go-round. It's a weird amusement water park. Um, Operating the merry-go-round. She was being extra touchy-feely and kissed me on the cheek as she got on the ride for the upteenth time. Well, my break comes around. It was one of my good buddies who was giving me the break. So I take her into the merry-go-round where all the controls are, and we proceed to make out, and I end up getting a blowjob from her. Wow. We ended up dating for six months afterwards. Jeez. That's an amazing how-did-you-guys-meet story. (laughs) That's, that's, yeah, that's a good time on a merry-go-round. That's, uh, in the control room, to be clear. In the control room. I almost wish that it would have been on the merry-go-round. But like. But the, but everyone else be using that after. Mm, But like people, like it's in public during the hours of operation. So. Yeah. I mean, he was operating it. He could like, you know, turn it on later. Think about that. The next time you are at an amusement park and you're on one of the rides. Dude behind the controls could be getting a BJ right now. You don't know. Oh, God. You know why? Because they're horny little bastards, as that guy said. (laughs) (laughs) And the last story uh, on my college campus in a music practice room. Bent her over a piano. Oh, wow. And completed... Oh, God. Stuff on some poor guy's music sheets. At a note, a specific note? No, Ah. imagine... No, he's implying, like, the... the, Yeah, I know. I'm... I'm, But it would have been funny if he would have hit a note, you know, when he... Yeah, like, and held it. It'd be funny if he actually knew, like, a really good song. And, you, you could, <laughs> and like, he played it while they were... And you know what? That's a great point you bring up, though, Sarah. If it's happening on a piano, that's not the most quietest instrument to, like... No. That's, the, that's I mean, not the most it's, quietest it's, thing to do anything on. I was going to say, to be honest, though, I feel like it would be the only instrument to do it on. You wouldn't want to be doing it on a saxophone. How do you balance two people that's on a saxophone? Point. That's my point. Maybe a or trombone a is big enough. A clarinet. Uh, but like, that's what I mean. We're approaching. We're <laughs> yes, approaching a territory I here. I know. I know. I know. But that's, <laughs> I didn't oh mean. I did not mean to go there. However, I did. Um, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, like it would be the biggest surface area. It would be the only instrument that you could safely. <laughs> as a drum you know? set so they all decide that they're going to take this big jump and um, chloe wants to show off that she's also a really good skier and so she uh, ends up on a stretcher because she tries to try to show off and takes the jump and ends up hurting her herself i think she like either sprains her leg or breaks her leg something like that very satisfying we don't really love chloe in this movie no uh no we don't but um So Kim, while training in the park, probably like the next day or so, she goes for a big jump and at the end of the day, which you should never do while skiing. Like if you know you're tired and it's the end of the day, don't do it because you will get hurt. Papa Sarah's here. She also gets hurt. Like, so Kim actually hurts her arm and she decides, you know what? Like I'm rethinking this whole competition thing. I don't think this is a good idea because ultimately she hurt herself because she chickened out 
going through the jump because she's too afraid to to do it right now because like to face her fears because of what happened with her mom and and bringing back terrible memories. We keep on getting these flashbacks to the car accident which yeah. pulls it together. She's still dealing with that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then we get another skiing scene. There's quite a few skiing scenes kind of back to back here. But Johnny actually decides that he's going to stay back for a few more days. And his girlfriend, Chloe, has gone home at this point because she's hurt herself. But he's decided to stay back a few more days. And um, I think, you know, we all kind of know it's to spend more time with Kim. And they canoodle and canoodle (laughs) in bed. Yeah, and they were kind of making eyes at each other to this point in the film, so it wasn't like just totally random. And now they're having sex. Like, there was a little bit of a a lead up there. Oh, angst. The rich kids' alternative to real problems. Sarcasm. The shallow girls' alternative to real humor. Look, I know I'm lucky, but... But I'm stuck in this caged existence of vintage champagne and luxury ski chalets when when I I just want to be a pop star. Rock star. Yeah. But yeah, they end up uh, they end up doing it. They do. And of course, Caroline, the mother, shows up and she looks at her son and says, like, don't you have an engagement party to go to? Turns out that he had proposed to Chloe prior to him going to the chalet with her. And um, and now he uh, did did it with Kim the night before the engagement party. Yeah. And she gets kicked out because Caroline obviously fires her. Fires her naturally. Yeah. And so she she ends up deciding she's going to quit the competition. She's going to go home the following day. But her dad actually convinces her to stay and say and says, like, your mom would want you to do this. So the first day of competition comes and she comes in 21st. But the cutoff was 20. And um, so she doesn't make the second round the second day. So she's got to hope that somebody gets injured or somebody pulls out or right. something. And we see professional snowboarder Tara or Tara, I, I you know, whichever way you say it. <laughs> Um, well, in the movie, they're British, so they say Tara. Tara. So I don't know if it's Tara or Tara, Tara. but anyway, um, you can see that she takes cortisone shots in for her back. I'm assuming it's a cortisone, cortisone shot, but, um, so we kind of get some foreshadowing that it might be her who drops out. Oh, (laughs) and I only say that because like literally right away while watching it, I said it out loud. Like I was just watching this by myself and I said, oh, well, we know who drops out. So this is a funny part for me because we do see, you know, the professional athletes um, in their, you know, in their zone. And and, um, it makes me laugh because, like I said earlier, they're not actors. They are professional athletes. And you can just tell automatically. Like I knew the first time that Tara opened her mouth that I'm like, oh, she's a pro. I Googled her and I'm like, oh, mm yeah, she's a snowboarder. She's not an actor. Right. Like we said off the top musicians try to act sometimes it's successful athletes try to act it's often unsuccessful yeah like i can't think of any that i'm like you you transitioned to acting you did it (laughs) well yeah i'm gonna go through some professional athletes in in some rom-com movies amazing yeah okay so um john cena Oh, does he count? See, I would say Dwayne The Rock Johnson and John Cena. I don't know if they count. Okay, so they do count. Well, John Cena counts because he was in Blockers and he was also in Trainwreck. Yeah, but I'm saying like what they do for sports. Yes, I mean, I guess, you know what? They're in like, or sorry, um, like they put on a show. It's a performance. You're right. They're already doing performance arts. Now they're just like, they're already acting. This is true. So I would say both of those are... It's a gray area. You're pushing it. Okay. Well, Snow Lake in Blue Crush, um, the movie, uh, the surfing movie, yeah. Blue Crush. She was a professional athlete, I do a professional that. surfer. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Stick It, the gymnastics movie. Nastia Lukin. <laughs> she has a cameo in the movie. One of my, uh, this is one of my all time favorite movies. Is Stick It? I just want everybody to know that. Um, <laughs> all time favorites. It's, an, it's literally one of my all time favorite movies. Okay, Sarah, we it's need to, so bad, but it's so good. We need to talk with the hierarchy really quick because, like, we know Breakfast Club is pretty high on your list. Yes. So you're like John Hughes, yep. classic, mm-hmm. timeless film, yep. number two. 
stick, stick it? it really no i don't He's- know if it's number two but it is up there anyway moving on nastia lucan does have a cameo in that movie i mean does lebron james count for in train wreck absolutely okay. counts sarah great call and I would say he actually wasn't half bad in Trainwreck. I didn't mind him. Yeah, I actually think he's he's not bad. He's done a pretty good job. He, I'm guessing he's taking classes. Yeah. He's also playing LeBron James in that. Like he is himself. Yes, a cameo. Yeah. But still, he was pretty good. I'll agree. Right. Thank you. There were several professional athletes, in, and I'm not going to name them just because there's a lot of them in Jerry Maguire. Oh, yes, there's, there's so many in Jerry them. Maguire. Yeah. There's also, I thought you were going to bring up Pitch Perfect where the entire Green Bay Packers. Okay, so I do have defense. that on there. So yes. Sang. And they actually can sing. It's amazing. Okay, you know what's funny? What? The Philadelphia Eagles, yes. like their O line, their offensive line, have released a Christmas music album no they have so like i don't know what's happening in football that they're like who needs in sync i I just find it funny that like all these like massive six six three hundred pound men you're like what do you want to do with your life you want to hit other men and they're like we just want to sing (laughs) oh my god that's what's really in our hearts i love it (laughs) okay so i have some other like really quick cameos uh lance armstrong was in dodgeball a true underdog story oh my god uh dan marino was an ace ventura pet detective that's right he was Dan Marino. Okay, we got Space Jam. We got Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, um, Charles Barkley. They were all in there. And then actually Brett Favre was in There's Something About Mary. Oh, I don't remember him being yeah. in that. And I mean, I don't know if this is necessarily a rom-com, but it's kind of treading on the line of like, um, there's rom-com aspects of it, but it's more calm, which we would do every now and then. Uh, Mike Tyson in The Hangover. Oh, 100%. You're missing, um, and those are all real actors. No offense yes. to Dwayne Johnson and uh, John Cena. Please don't <laughs> find me and fight me. Um, you're missing another snowboarder. Oh, who? Was Sean White not mm. in? I'm pretty sure he's in Friends with Benefits. Oh. He's somebody's ex, and he's really mean to the main <laughs> character. I'm quite sure he's mean to Justin Timberlake, and he used to date Mila Kunis, the, like their characters, and Timberlake remarks like, wow, Sean White is an asshole. Like, why is he so mean to me? Let's let's fact check. He me. was in Friends with Benefits. Okay, yes. yes. All right. Yes, good. he good. was. I'm not just making this up. No, you're right. And I totally did. I totally forgot that. So now we're into the other day of the competition. And to this point, Kim is still, she, she's got this thing in her brain about a, the big jump. Yeah, a mental block. So she goes up. She, she climbs the mountain before any of the gondolas are running. Um... We didn't talk about it, but previously there was this story about this character named the Yeti in the film. And this is somebody who does that. They they go up the hill before everybody else. Sun breaks and they do first tracks down the hill. So Kim does that. She finds this person, the Yeti, who is actually the bartender, the bartender. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, my God, it's you. And he's like, oh, my God, it's you. And they they do talk briefly about about, you know, her mom's passing and how she feels about it and all that kind of stuff. And breaks through that mental block yeah we get through the mental block and then we get to that night when our boy johnny is at his engagement party so johnny does take this moment at the engagement party to pull chloe aside and it's actually a funny moment he's like hey would this be a bad time to say maybe we shouldn't do this and at first sophia bush is like oh it's a no, this is the best time possible to do that. And he's like, really? And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, no, this is a bad time. We're at our like the, engagement One of party. the worst times other than me standing at an altar. What are you talking about? So she ends up slapping him. Deserved. He did cheat. Well, but he doesn't. She doesn't know that. She doesn't know but that he cheated. But she cheated. does. She's like, you are in love with her, aren't you? And like, she can just tell, I think. Sophia Bush, who I'm going to say doesn't age she doesn't age. So it's funny watching this film, like the first little bit, I thought like, oh, this is a fairly current film. That's Sophia Bush. And then I saw it was 2011. And I thought you could tell me that this was a 2023 movie. I'd be like, yeah, well, that's that's Sophia Bush right there. She looks the same. She does look the same. She it's looked crazy. the same on One Tree Hill. Yeah. She looked the same in this movie in 2011. What not she in like a crime show right now? She's, she was on Chicago PD. That's right. She's she 40 years old now, by the way. Yeah, she does look the same. So let's do the all-time list of uh, actors or actresses who look the same. Okay, love it. Pharrell Williams. He doesn't age. He does not no, age. He doesn't age. I literally, he has looked the exact same. Oh my god. How old do you think Pharrell Williams is? Uh, forty-six. He's forty-nine. Ooh, good guess. Okay. I'm gonna say Margot Robbie looks the same. Um, yeah. 
She hasn't really like yeah. she looks exactly like she did 15 years ago. She's 32. I right was just now. I was going to guess 34. 34. So, okay. Right. Yes. I feel like when she came onto the scene, she looked older than she is. Yes, already. definitely. I would agree with that. Sarah Highland. Oh, uh, she's our age. She is exactly 32. How about your boy Bruno Mars? How old do you think he is? 38. 37. Good job, Sarah. I feel like he looks the same. I'm actually terrible at guessing people's ages, so I'm I'm actually Dude, patting really myself on the this. on the back right now. Uh, last one, Gwen Stefani. How about her? Oh, she's 42. She is 53. Stop. Sarah, wow. she looks so good. Oh my god, she looks so good. Okay, you are missing a big one though. Okay, tell me. Um, my man, Paul Rudd. Oh yes, Paul Rudd looks the same. You're Special right. Special place in my heart. Sexiest man alive. One year. Um, guess how old he is? Uh, I'm gonna say mid fifties, fifty five. Oh, he's fifty three. Okay, I was Good close. Guess. I was close. Just because he's been like, I know, I know. Paul he's, Rudd's one of those yeah. people that you're like, I guess he was in Friends. Yeah, and that he was, was in Friends. He was in Clueless. But I don't want to, right. I don't want to panic any of our millennials. But that was like 25 years ago, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's at least 50. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's crazy, actually. So now that uh, Johnny has revealed to Chloe that they're not together anymore, right. we have day two of the competition. We do, and so Kim shows up as the alternate because that is what number 21 is, and the guy basically says that the like doing the the numbers and stuff he's like you're not going to go on nobody's going to drop out of this competition like you can just sit there whatever um it turns out tara does drop out because (laughs) because um you know what i think her trainer person is like what do you what else do you have to prove and she realizes you know what yeah you're right there's up and comers like i should let them have a shot so she gives her bib to uh kim and says you go rocket go out there you know, win the competition. So to which Kim does exactly what Kim does and everybody's cheering. Everybody's pumped for her. She's done it. And we have Johnny who shows up. Of course. Yeah. Classic late movie arrival. Um, They talk it out. They hash it out a little bit. Yeah. And then they kiss and it pans out. And I kind of wanted to see what happened next. Of course, typical Sarah. I always want to do that, but um, classic wrong rom-com pan out. Yes. Totally. And We're left to our own imaginations. Yeah. What happens? What do you think happens? Do they stay together? Oh, I'd like to think so. I would too. It's it's definitely a fun like um, two different worlds. Yeah, yeah. colliding. The, like, yeah. yeah, I did like that a lot because he was still very down to earth, you know, the whole time. I have a game for you, Devin. But yes. I want to ask you a question first. Um, <laughs> do you know where Ed Westwick is from? So here's... What I know of Ed Westwick, okay. I've seen glimpses, images of him right. looking very preppy yeah. at a school of some kind. Right. That's all. I, I'll be honest. Like everybody has their gap, just like a random gap in knowledge outside <laughs> of the OC. Yeah. And like, I love pop culture, teen dramas or like reality shows. I, nothing. There is nothing in my brain regarding any of this stuff. That is wild to me because like that is what i watched like like sophia bush yeah um one, uh, one tree hill one that's tree right hill, one, tree yeah, hill. one tree hill i have like a passable knowledge of that and that's the those are the last years that i cared about teen dramas okay fair enough i mean fair enough there were some really good ones around then like the oc and one tree hill were fantastic okay he is from gossip girl right okay yes yes all right, all right. yeah all right so i have a game i'm gonna see if you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test your knowledge on this. Oh, I'm, I'm going to know and, so little. Okay, well, we'll see. This person, so someone from the OC went on to play a character in the show called Heart of Dixie. So, so you're going to, you're going to explain like. I'm going to like, start it off with the OC. You're going to explain like an actor or an actress. Yeah, yeah. You have to guess who it is or. So they started on the OC. They started on they the OC. They went to Heart of Dixie. They went Dixie. on to a TV show called Heart of Dixie, which I, I love. Like Misha Barton did nothing. She right? did nothing. Correct. She took <laughs> Just so we <laughs> no, can establish. No, I, I say that. Like she, she was killed nothing. off of the OC and we never heard from her again. Not really, but like, yeah. Whoever, whoever played Summer. Oh, yes. Rachel Bilson. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yes, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay, all right. I literally, you could tell me Heart of Dixie is anything, and I would believe you. You'd be like, Heart of Dixie is an album written by, like, the Jonas (laughs) Brothers. I'd be like, hey, sure, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I I have another OC one. So this person left Gilmore Girls to play this part in the OC. Um, Gilmore Girls, people I know from Gilmore Girls who left Gilmore Girls. Who is he? 
uh, Milo Ventimiglia. No. <laughs> no. I he, can say that right? No. Well, I don't know. His last name's really hard to say. <laughs> okay. Um, we can agree on that. Okay. But he did leave, right? Uh, team Jess? Yes, yeah. There are some Team Jess listeners listening. Yeah, he he left and then he did come back. But um, it's not him. Okay. It's Adam Brody. So Adam Brody oh actually God, played... Oh on Gilmore yes. Girls? Yes, yes, yes. And he was actually um, Lane's uh, boyfriend and He's a like musician. yes and he w- they were writing him in and i read that he left because of the oc but they i believe were going to keep him in the tv show so my only knowledge of gilmore girls is just like me watching watching me 5 watching. minutes while sarah's watching and like as much as i said team jess right there there is no single character who is without fault on that show except for Luke is the only reasonable person on that entire show. Oh my God. Everybody else, I'm like, well, that's toxic behavior. Don't love that. The mom's crazy. The other mom's crazy. Even Rory is a little bit ridiculous sometimes. The dad's not bad, but sometimes he's not good. Right. So exactly. Luke is the only person. Every time I see him, I'm like, okay, well, whatever Luke says is probably reasonable. Okay. Whatever Luke. Um, I am, I am team Jess. If anybody wants to know. Um, okay. So who was in it? Who there's two of them. They were in a TV show uh, where they had to battle things like ghosts and angels and things like that. Oh, oh, there were two of them. So there's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, Angel. No. What's the other one that's between Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel? Isn't there like a universe? I have no yeah. idea. What? Okay, well, the TV show Supernatural. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Okay, I watch a show called The Boys. Yeah. I think the dude from that yes. is in The Boys. Yes, Jensen Ackles. Sure. Ackles. Ackles, Jensen Ackles, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, which who was also on Gilmore Girls. Jared Padalecki? Yeah. Okay. He was, he was Rory's. That could be a made up name and I don't even know. He was Rory's (laughs) first boyfriend in Gilmore Girls. Oh yes. Yes. Before Jess comes along. Yes. I'm not kidding. Actually legit. You could have made up his name and I would have no idea. Okay. So this actress, you're not going to get this. This actress was in the TV show Girlfriends from 2000 to 2008 and after went on to play in the TV show Blackish. Blackish. We watched. I actually this. like Blackish. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good yeah. actress. Uh, Girlfriends was the name of the show. Yeah, you're never gonna get this. There was a show for eight years called Girlfriends. Yes, yes. there was. There was. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Okay, so I did not know it's that. It's Tracy existed. Ellis Ross. Okay, she's amazing in Blackish. She is fantastic. The actor. Okay, this actress was in the TV show Friday Night Lights and is now on the TV show Euphoria since 2019. But uh, also was Denise, in Friday Night Lights. Denise Richards. No, Minka Kelly. Okay, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, this actress played an X-Men movie, but went on to play in True Blood. An X-Men movie feels like it should be in my wheelhouse. Yes, I know. You actually should get this one. True Blood, I, I have. I actually me. wrote it, and I was like, this one's w- almost too easy. Uh, Anna, Anna Packham? Yes. 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 Yay. Yes, yes. Yay for Devin, I got something. Okay, this actor was in the TV show Gilmore Girls. I don't know why. There's so many, so many actors. Girls things. I know, and I, I didn't I didn't actually plan for it. I chose the actors, and then I chose them. Okay. It's Padalecki. No, it's not Padalecki. <laughs> this actor was in the show Gilmore Girls, but also in the TV show Heroes, and has now uh, just finished a very popular TV show that ended this year. Um, it might be called This Is Us. Wait, wait. Oh my God, um, if you don't get sorry, this one. Sorry, you're, you're hitting me with too much information now. I didn't finish the first part. Gilmore Girls to um, Heroes? Yeah, Gilmore Girls. He was in Heroes and then oh, it's a he, he, yeah. Um, <sighs> and then he was in This Is Us that ended this year. This Is Us. Oh, Milo, Milo, yes, Milo, yes, Milo, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm nailing it. <laughs> okay, so I have one left. Yeah. This actor went on to do some rom-coms after this very popular TV show, How I Met Your Mother. Jason Segel yes, has yes, done some yes. rom-coms. That's yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Good job. Good job. You did better than I thought. See, you know more than you think you do. <sighs> thanks to Gilmore Girls and me watching it. <laughs> to be fair, like some of these were comedies. I like, I don't mind a comedy sitcom. The teen dramas though is like. Yeah, I was going to dive into the hills and, oh, and Laguna yes. Beach, but no you know idea. what? It's... The stuff that they do now isn't like they're not doing too, not a lot of them are doing too much. So it's it was kind of hard. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> Quick facts. Quick facts. Felicity Jones plays a Felicity Jones plays a 19 year old character in this movie. She was actually 26 at the time. 
Tasman Egerton took the role in order to play opposite Felicity Jones. She's the one that plays Georgie. Georgia King, who plays Jules, uh, one of Georgie's friends, originally auditioned for the role of Kim. Bill Nye and Brooke Shields wore their own items on set in order to reduce the film's budget, including the latter's engagement ring. The quote attributed to Kim's mother, you've got brains in your head, you've got feet in your shoes, is from Dr. Seuss, Oh, the Places You'll Go. My favorite Dr. Seuss. I noticed it right away. In the set jetting in Triol, St. Anton am Arlberg, English version video, it is mentioned that Felicity Jones was not naked in her nude scene and instead wore a skin-colored bodysuit. A bodysuit? I know that's popular that they do like a skin-toned uh, like panties or stuff like that. Yeah. Panties. Yeah, was that weird that I said underwear, underwear. undergarments? <laughs> yeah, undergarments. Didn't mean to make that weird. Because <laughs> guys wear them too. Like, yes. yeah. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. Honorable mentions. Okay, so my honorable mention is the location of this movie in oh, Western good call. Austria. Yeah, in Triol. It is what a cool place to film a movie. I just like I get out on the slopes every day when I wasn't filming. I've got a question, and I don't mean this to be a barb or anything, but... A barb. Was the location entirely to appease the celebrities and the actors that they were trying to pull in for this movie? Because, like, if you told me that was Colorado, or if you told me it was Banff, Canada, I'd be like, yeah, there's nothing specific about the location that's like, oh, that's for sure in Austria. They could have pretended it was Austria and played somewhere else. They could have, but I mean, most most of the actors are from Europe. Or Ed the Westwick UK. said in an interview that he liked the idea, one, of playing a nice guy because he was, I guess he's a mean guy in Gossip Girl. I, I have mean, no idea. I mean, he's not mean, but like he's... Yeah. So he said of his own character, mm-hmm. he liked the idea of playing a nice guy. He also <laughs> said that he uh, took the role because he just wanted to practice his skiing more. Oh, well, there you go. So that that's what I'm saying. I, Are they yeah. just like, okay, guys, we're shooting a movie in Austria. Who wants to go to Austria? It's like Adam Sandler when he sends, you know, he picks cool locations to do filming in. And, and his <laughs> eight best friends. Yeah. He's like, okay, we're going to have the eight same people. Where do we all want to go? <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the James guy's name? Do you want to go? Okay. All the guys. Oh, let's go to Hawaii. David Drew, Spade, Drew Barrymore. What are you thinking? Hawaii Drew, again? Drew, okay. Drew, you want to do something Drew, hot? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Drew wants to do another Hawaii, so we're we're just going to go there. Ed Westwick was like, I'd prefer to go somewhere. Austria sounds great. Yeah. yeah I mean, that. like, yeah, in Gossip Girl, he wasn't the nicest. So I, I could see how he'd like to play a good guy. My honorable mention is the supporting cast, specifically of Brooke Shields and Bill Nye. I don't know how, like, if these two just didn't have to be doing much at the time. <laughs> I know, spoiler alert, Bill Nye's character in Harry Potter was... Uh, deceased just based on the like Deathly Hollows part one had come out the year prior so he'd already finished that role it seems like he was kind of between big projects but like that is an A++ in my opinion guy who you're like all yeah. right, and now you and Brooke Shields are just, you're, you guys are just going to be the parents. Then, <laughs> like, that's it. Then you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe they did just want to get in a little skiing. That's what I'm thinking. I wouldn't have said no, right? Like, There's that's a helicopter scene. Like, was that real? Yeah, we're just going to fly you guys around like the, the Alps of Austria, get a little bit of skiing in. We'll shoot you some shots. There's going to be some cameras there too, but yeah. like, have a good time. The prerequisite was that you could ski or snowboard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to go skiing, you'll be able to do that. There's a movie happening at the same time. (laughs) What should have been? Okay, so my what should have been is that I kind of wish that they would have connected the skateboarding and snowboarding storyline together. So at the very beginning of the movie, she is this basically pro skateboarder and she stops when her mother passes away in a car accident. And um, that's kind of all we hear about it. And then she goes to Austria to be a chalet girl and... Basically, she picks up snowboarding because she can skateboard um, and becomes really, really great at snowboarding really quickly. But they never connect it. Like if she was so big in skateboarding, 
it, it's almost like somebody should have recognized her and been like, hey, aren't you so-and-so who was that pro skateboarder before you quit? Like, I just wish there was that connection. It would have made it a little bit more cohesive. I completely agree with you, Sarah. I almost thought that maybe whatever competition she was doing at the end should have been like a like an X Games qualifier right. for which they have skateboarding, snowboarding, all yeah. of this kind of like yeah. motocross. And like somebody there could have been like, hey, like I cover skateboarding too. And yeah. I swear to God, I know who you You're are. You're so and so. Like, yeah. it's almost like she she wanted to f- completely forget about her skateboarding career, but it, it it's what made her great at snowboarding. Like, I just wish that connectivity would have been there. But it also feels like it's almost... Yeah, they just don't follow it up when she's snowboarding. Everybody's like, wow, you yeah. got a knack for that. Wow, she, you're so good at it. She never even says like, yeah, like I almost was a, a big like person in the I'm a pro skateboarder. Yeah, like. I was almost pro skateboarder. <laughs> yeah. and then, But then she would have to talk about the traumatic incident, whatever. Right, yeah, I agree right. though. It just didn't feel... I just wish that there was that one piece. Like, I mean, I loved this movie, but yeah. Wild. I just, I just wish there was that little piece there for me. I like this movie. I will agree with you, though. I wanted a bit bigger and a bit more of a fleshed out film story plot line. I thought Felicity Jones, I think she's fantastic. And I thought she was fantastic. And I think the more we do this pod, there are films that are just so tough when you see an actor or an actress really anchor a film And you think about, okay, if we didn't have Felicity Jones in this, what would it be? And Ed Westwick wasn't bad and build like they actually had all the acting pieces to make this fantastic. And I felt like the production wasn't strong and the writing wasn't strong. And it kind of middled out to like, okay, this is a good film. But you had you had some nuggets of greatness here that you could have pulled along to make it something great. I, I do see your point. I do see your point. Like, I get it. I get it, but there's just something I just really like. You're a chalet girl believer. I am. (laughs) But no, I really, really, um, I really liked it. I enjoyed watching it. I actually had to stop in the middle of it and come back to it. And I was like excited to come back to it. Wow. Yeah. So it's, I've never seen it before either. So overall rewatchability. Okay, so my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry, 4. Storyline, 3.5. Thirst Factor, 4.8. I mean, the cast was, you know, star-studded. Um, Imagination, 3.75. Soundtrack, 3.85. Cheese, 3.6 for an overall score of 3.91. Sorry, you said chemistry what? 4. So I've got chemistry 2.5. Okay. Got storyline, 4. Mm-hmm. Thirst Factor, 3.9. I agree. Imagination, a 3.5. Soundtrack a 3.3, cheese a 2.2. Okay. Uh, cheese. <laughs> Not cheese. For an overall score of 3.18, Sarah. Hey, that's pretty good. No? You have the 3.9? Yeah. 3.9. That's not good. <laughs> no, I know, but mine's higher. I know that. But I mean, like, it's higher than I expected it to be from you. Well, we're not close. No, <laughs> we're not. Our likes of this movie are different, so yes. that's fine. Which, it's been a long time since we've been this far apart on this a movie. This is true. Mm-hmm. It's also been a little while since I've scored something lower than you. I've been keeping track. I've been higher than you consistently okay. for a while. <laughs> I've been noticing because I'm supposed to be the curmudgeon one of the podcast, but... <laughs> I, I guess I, I, I'm hardcore <laughs> in my judging. You sounded. You, that sounded so hardcore, Sarah. Hardcore. <laughs> This has been the Rom-Com Rewind of Chalet Girl. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, uh, you know, throw us a follow. And if you've heard anything on any of our podcasts that you want to reach out about, become a part of the RCR fam, you can reach out on Instagram at Rom-Com Rewind. Fire us a DM. Sarah responds to everything. Thanks for listening.